Welcome to Speaking of Wrestling. Hello, I'm Evan. And I'm Adam. And before we get started, follow us on Instagram at Speaking of Wrestling because we love you. And yeah. we'll give you a dollar next time we see you in person. Uh, yeah, when the world opens back T- up. TM. Trade, I don't know. I trademarked that. That was dumb. Anyway, back T- to the story. TM dollars? <laughs> We're going to yeah. trademark dollar mills? Yeah. It's going to have our face on it. It's going to be like the Young Bucks, the Bucks money. Bucks. Yeah. Oh, hey. All right. I was thinking about this. We just did the book club. So we need a gimmick name. Like uh, like they're the Jacksons. Mm. I was thinking like, you know, Evan and Adam Mark, but that's just too. Um, I don't know. We need a good gimmick name. Like we need to be the. <laughs> I just thought you said Mark and my brain went to uh, American Tail and saw Mouskovitz for some <laughs> stupid reason. Well, that's too much. Yeah, it's too, too much. Uh, well, hey, go to our Instagram and write us a comment Actually, and give us a name. That would be perfect. You guys yeah. tell us the the name somebody so we can be like the the Mouskovitz brothers <laughs> somebody do it it'd be great yeah all right well on this episode uh, I believe it is women's month so I've been told yeah if it's not yeah, we're gonna yeah, pretend yeah. it is yeah so we just thought listening we, to this later yeah so we thought we would talk about uh women in wrestling and how it's changed and where it's going and what's happening now and all that good stuff yeah um we just had I, that was probably the highlight of the night. We um, what a couple weeks ago we didn't know it was Revolution. Yeah, the AEW Revolution pay per view. One and of the we we were talking about one of the our favorite matches on that card was the women's title match with yeah. um, Sheeta and Rio. I can't pronounce her last name. Rio Mizunami. Yeah, something like that. That was the one we got that one completely wrong in yes, our guesses. We did. We didn't pick the right uh, opponents. We didn't think she was going through. We, I still didn't realize Britt Baker would lose through that one. I mean, it, but whatever. But it they did it to set up the and, the well, lights out match that comes on later. Yeah, and yeah, su- sure. surprisingly, that one, knowing nothing going in, that match really impressed me. And yeah, they it was really hard. And it was a real hard hitting match. Bad. They went they went at it. Lots of false finish. Well, false finishes. Lots of close finishes. And yeah, it was it was far better than what I expected going in for sure and really was one of the highlights of the well, show and you know for not knowing much about rio mizunaki or i'm i'll Mizun- just say rio mizunami mizunami i think is her name so anyway not only seeing her we're, the, with we're the, southern the few matches that happened in the um the tournament leading up to that i mean that's all i had seen of right. her so seeing that i was very impressed with how she worked mm-hmm. and does this i i like that she is she's a hard hitter I, I guess like all of it's very theatrical like japanese yeah. she does that like yeah fake like mime pulling the rope stuff and but it's very strike heavy yeah it's, it's, a lot it's of like, like female strong style i guess if you yeah. consider it but, but i mean they they worked hard they did it was and, a great match but you know that was that was the best thing i mean yeah, whatever. There wasn't really anything else on the card. Yeah, nothing else really happened. Nothing, no, expl- no, no explosive ending or yeah, anything fun nothing. like that. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't, well, okay, we look can it talk up. about the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I thought it would be cool uh, talk about like um, at work. I guess I one of the random things I'm always just hey, you guys should listen to our podcast or whoever, and finding out cool stuff like oh um yeah i really like wrestling or i used to watch that or whatever and one of the um one of the ladies i work with she said oh my daughter i think it was it's like she she really likes that she wants to be a wrestler that would be really cool you know 
And you know, your, your daughter yeah. is super into it. You said she wants to be. Yeah. That's so you have a, have a six, a six year old and she, we, I let her watch some of the women's tournament just because, you know, to see two women wrestle and actually like compete was really cool. And she decided that she wanted to, to wrestle and she gave herself a name. Uh, she has two tiny mighty, which I think is a great name. And, uh, uh, Danger Danny is her second name, but she has a move called the Tiny Tornado. Tiny Tornado, and she just jumps and like spins and then like either shoulder tackles or butt bumps uh, onto somebody that's laying on the ground, and it's amazing. It's it's <laughs> really cool for, but yeah, it's just cool. A six year old girl for real that she thinks she can, and she has like no like notion of what it takes to do it, but she thinks, hey, I can do this. I can yeah. work hard and be a wrestler. So that's really yeah, cool, and it's cool to see like for sure for them to have people to look up to yeah that was we were talking about this before the i don't know it was like the early like late 90s early yeah. 2000s kind of the the attitude era and then after whatever they called them yeah the, the divas era it yeah. was all just like bra and panties matches yes it was it was an excuse for people to ogle and ogle women yeah, like they didn't really wrestle or do anything. Well, I don't, and some of them were really hard workers and were good, but they didn't necessarily give them a chance. Yeah, it was just that's go true. out there in your underwear and have a bikini contest or whatever. Well, and most of them were they were just, you know, valets to the other to male, male right. wrestlers. And so that's how it worked. Mm -hmm. you know? And then, we're, well, that's that's when they were hiring a lot of like models. And yes, very true. Like cheerleaders and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then they. Like I'm, I think it was we were talking about that. Trish Stratus was a, she was like a fitness model, I believe. Yeah, I'm and sure. And then, and ended up being one of the biggest deals. And you know, she was really one of the first that I can remember that actually was a wrestler. Wrestler. In um, yeah, in that era. Yeah. I mean, after whatever. When, I mean, of course, you had like Mula. And, well, that's what I'm saying. After after you know the modern era of wrestling, probably after the what the 80s, I yeah. would say. Because even before that, you know, all I remember is Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, they were mostly just ballets. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess Alondra Blaze at that point was she had she had the title in WWF and took it to WCW. That was when she dropped. Yeah, she, like, she threw it away. <laughs> she yeah. dropped it in the trash can, the yeah, nitro or whatever. But it, it's cool that, you know, now it, we're seeing a a different version of women's wrestling. It's not. I mean, sure, some of them are still wearing skimpy outfits, but it's more about how they perform in the ring than right. how they look and what they do and outside. that's one of the things, like, I think it's cool that you can still be sexy and do, you do your own gimmick. Like, I mean, um, sure. what's his name? Uh, Orange Cassidy's gimmick is he's lazy and doesn't want to wrestle. And, you know, like you can do that, but then you still have to wrestle. Like, yeah. like all of the women now, it, the bar is so high. There's not a whole lot that are I mean, not before it was all of the when all of the whatever you want to call them like the models or what you know and like with the laundry place yep. like you were saying there's kind of or like when china was doing stuff there was one that was kind of at the yeah. top that was holding everything together and like dragging everybody through their matches it's true and well even china competed mostly competed against males anyway like she did they, they pushed her with and the she was well, she like she won a title at one she point was the ic champion yeah well, but, yeah, and that was a big just um, it hasn't been that long ago that uh, uh, Tessa Blanchard was the impact champion. Yeah, that's true. That was last she beat Sammy, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, it. it was like last year, I think. Yeah. I mean, that, well, that was a big deal <laughs> for sure. I mean, anything like the the significance of this, like 
they even made a movie. What was it? The, the one movie that The Rock produced, Fighting With My Family, about Paige's with life. Paige, yeah. <clears throat> that was, I mean, I watched that on a flight and it was, well, you know, this was two years ago <laughs> when you could fly. When you could fly, yeah. Um, but like seeing them come to the performance center and seeing like she was a wrestler and there were the, it, they, she competed against like the models, the ones that had to learn the skills mm-hmm. when she had the skills and how it was like attention in that. So it's cool to see how that's come full circle now. Right. And they were that the reason they did that movie too, which would like, they sold it as their whole family. Like she grew up in that yeah. wrestling family in the, the night dynasty. But the the reason that movie exists is because she made it to WWE. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and made a bigger name for herself than in, in America, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But, um, the, that was, that was before the, Horse women, isn't that what they call them? Yeah, I believe like so. Like all the NXT she, stuff. She beat AJ Lee for the title. Yeah. And that that kind of was the modern era. Like when, yeah, that was AJ was the one they started doing. What do they call it? The women women's revolution. It was, I want to yeah. say the divas revolution. Uh, but it was, probably, it was it, when they were still divas. The, the belt was like a butterfly yeah. at that point. And Stephanie McMahon was kind of in charge of it. Yeah, they like the whatever it was it was sasha banks charlotte uh who else was there bailey bailey and becky lynch and were becky the four lynch were, yeah they came that out of the, nxt yeah they right. were the four horse women was what they called themselves and the, yeah they came up out of nxt and were having these like banger matches and, and i mean you, you can i mean they've they've been the face of the wwe women's division yeah. since you know barring like leaving to go like sasha banks took time off for her mental health and obviously becky lynch becky just took, had a took baby, time off yeah. had a baby and Charlotte took some time off to have some surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I mean, she, yeah, all, Charlotte but, is still kind of like the face they, of the division. They've now. all, I mean, they've all been still huge names. And they're. And Natalia has been always, always been. Natalia has always been there, but yeah. And now what's really cool too, is we're seeing that come down from speaking of those two, like wrestling families, like, yeah. know, like dynasties or whatever, whatever you want to call yeah, it. The like, heart, the heart family with yeah, Natalia like, and then. Yeah, and then uh, Rick Flair, Rick yeah. Flair's daughter. You've got um, Tessa Blanchard. We just mentioned, yeah, like all sure. all of these like second generation women are wanting to to follow along too, not just the guys, which is really cool. That is really cool, and I, I think too, like that's one thing that especially AEW gets criticized for that their women's division is good, but they don't ever feature them. So yeah, I think, and, and you know we've talked about this a little bit um, just when we were discussing wrestling every two seconds. But the the thing I think I, I don't know if it's necessarily that they don't want to feature them. It's that right now with only two hours of TV time, it's very hard to feature it prominently. And I think that's why WWE does a good job because they have what three different shows across the networks right. where they can feature a lot more matches. Well, and they were they were doing that too. <clears throat> like NXT was their big women's brand for a while. Like yeah. Rhea Ripley was there. Yeah. And- they had more more time to spend on them because they had less bigger like mainstream stars and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I think well, now that AEW has Dark and they just added Dark right. Elevation, I mean, that first Dark Elevation had a lot of women's matches on it. Yeah. I mean, what well, the main event was, was Rio and uh, Maki, right? Was that the first? I'm pretty sure it was or the was main that Dark? Event. I don't know. E- either way. Like, I watched it, but I don't remember they, what show it was on. <laughs> they have featured a lot more women's talent um because they brought in a lot of well, they brought um, in a bunch of people yeah like what happened the bad part AEW, the world shut down and like a lot of their talent was japanese yeah so they lost a lot of their women 
So, but to their credit, they they have really stoked the the indie guys who couldn't necessarily couldn't book outside of where they right. were have brought a lot more in to let them to give them a chance to work. Yeah, and that's worked out really well for them. a lot of a few of them have gotten really good contracts. Yeah, from them. the the yeah the criticism I guess they get is they have really good matches, but they don't have yeah. Like they, they, they usually have, have really short matches on when they're on TV. They're really short. Yeah. Or they don't get the, they don't get the storylines or whatever. Yeah. But I guess that leads us into this week was the first, it was the first women's the main first event, women's yeah, event on, in AEW on, um, on dynamite for sure. And really the first American, like this was a, what do they call it? A lights out unsanctioned, unsanctioned yeah. match. Which me like anything goes like a, I wouldn't call it a death match like no like yeah that, it was but it, it was, was like a hardcore it was basically like a brawl they just yeah. let them do whatever, but this was this was the first one we've seen in American television that was like this yeah like a who was in the, who was the Hell in a Cell it was Sasha and Charlotte I think was the Hell in a Cell I can't remember but yeah it was but they have they have done it on pay per views yeah but the, and they did this on free TV. And it was insane. Yeah. Like it was not, like it was getting toward the end. And I was like, how are they going to finish this? Cause it's getting close yeah. to 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. And then, yeah, this honestly, that match what like, I've liked Britt Baker for a long time. And I wonder, I guess it's a spoiler. They bleed everywhere, <laughs> but I, it's anytime women for some reason end up like bloody, they look so much more awesome. Like, for when sure. Becky Lynch busted her face, like when uh, Nia punched her in the face, she blew up with that. Yeah. And the first time that happened to Britt Baker, uh, was it Sheeta that broke her nose? It's when, yeah, when she actually broke her nose. Sheeta broke her nose and she finished out the match with like a bloody busted face. Because I mean, there was that screenshot of her like looking like crazy at the yeah, camera. Yeah, they always <laughs> look nuts because they're just bloody and crazy. Well, I, I wonder if it has to do with... I mean, obviously, a lot of the male wrestlers have long hair, too, but it always gets their hair always gets matted and they just look, I guess, like I Carrie. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if it's that or if it's you're just not used to seeing a bloody female. A woman, and yeah. so it it just is more stark contrast. Yeah. But I mean, we don't I don't think we should run through the whole match. But I mean, like they had uh, there was they, a drop kick into a ladder. There were there was a thumbtack. Bomb. Yeah, first, we should say this was uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Two of with, two of the best, yeah. With for sure, even um, well, I don't know what they call her. They call her Reba Rebel, uh, Rebel, not whatever. Reba. Whatever her real name is, Britt Baker calls her Reba because yeah. it's funny. Even she yeah. she took like a table bump off the apron, mm -hmm. and I mean, to and she be, she took a couple crutches too. Yeah, she's not. I'm. She is not a great wrestler. Not. I mean, let's be real. But, I mean, props to her for going through short, quick, quick aside, short story. Going through a table sucks. Mm. Yeah. I've done it. <laughs> We were, um, we did our dumb wrestling stuff, you know, backyard stupid things. And we were thinking, oh, let's do this. How should we do this? The guy, picked, he's, he got mad for whatever reason, because I, I think I hit him with a piece of the table or whatever when we were testing it, picks me up and gives me like a Death Valley driver, like threw it onto my head. Like it sucks. It is not fun. It breaks your fall, but you're still going through a table. Yeah. Like, good job. But I mean, like, so like. Table bumps. Smoking thumb, wrestling. Thumbtack. Thumbtack uh, thumb bomb. They did a thumbtack spot, which is nuts. Well, and I think the, the most clever use of that was when uh, Thunder Rosa used it to break up the 
she uh, submission. She it. rolled her into him yeah. again. Brett was doing her lock jaw, like holding her down and, you know, like trying to do that. And, and uh, Under Rosa kind of rolled her onto her back. So she was rolling into the thumbtacks to break it up. I mean, they did some clever stuff. They had a uh, suplex into a, a stack of a chairs. Superplex off the yeah. top rope into a bunch of chairs. Yeah, it looked gnarly. Like, would you say a ladder to the face? Yeah, yeah they're they, both bleeding. A couple of curb stomps onto a chair and yeah. onto the stairs. But, but the uh, the finish with the Thunder fi- Fire Thunder Driver, whatever they, she calls it. Fire. Yeah, I think it is a Fire Thunder Driver. Whatever. Off, off the ring apron onto a table. Onto a table. Yeah. yeah. They. I mean, it was. That AEW did a little like feature it out. It was like a social exclusive feature of Tony Khan talking Afterwards, to yeah. talk, talking to both of them, basically just saying this is the best match we've ever yeah. produced on live TV, and it's a, it's a special episode. It's eligible for some sort of like award, and if it doesn't win, I don't, I'll be very yeah, surprised. They, he Tony Khan told both of them. He said this is the coolest thing we've ever done. And when they went to the back, the entire locker room yeah, was they like were cheering, all just and like cheering clapping, and clapping. So. Which they sh- which is very yeah. well deserved. And it, it was, was very good. That's kind of the cool thing is it was it was neat to see them taken as seriously as the guys and say this this wasn't a good women's match. This yeah. was just a good match. It was yeah for real. Just very good. It just happened that girls were in it. You know. And um, there was one uh, I think there was one spot where Thunder Rosa gave Britt Baker a Death Valley Chopper off the ropes onto a ladder. Oh but, yeah, but she came down first, so it, she landed and then did it. So it looked even more gnarly. It was crazy. It, yeah, like I said, we're we're not gonna go blow by blow, but this the match itself was. It really, honestly, to me, it was probably the best dynamite. Yeah, main great. event they've done in for sure. They've been in what is this two years now or a year? Yeah, it was a uh, year October, I guess. Yeah, so, so a year and a half. I mean, it, and. It's cool. It, I think it was great too because it was a great way to how you you give somebody a win, but without burying or making the other one look weaker. Yeah, it, the AEW is very good at making losses look really yeah. good, you know, or making people look good while losing instead of just squashing out the yeah. talent or whatever. It they're really good at making everyone, no matter what, look really you know. In in defeat, they, that's what happened with Darby when yeah for sure Cody was, you know even though Cody won it made Darby a star you know and so when he finally did win the championship from Cody it made it that much bigger of a deal because mm-hmm. he had lost and come so close yeah which I think is I think that's what's going to happen with Britt Baker I think she's so close she's she once she wins the championship it's going to be such a huge deal yeah because she's been. She's been right. Same thing with like the, the other guys like Jungle Boy is right there, MJF. So when they finally actually win, you're going to be like, all right, cool. It's about time. You know, like they're they're ready for it. Yeah. But the I mean, I guess the big point was like. With her, ble- I mean, she bled everywhere. Yeah, she tapped one for sure. It was <laughs> I mean, I assume that that was my buddy said um, I was talking to him about it and he goes, yeah, I think it was. It was a, a lot of fake blood or something, you know, something like that. And I was like, I think she just ripped one. Yeah. Like, she was bleeding. So uh, we're not talking like, ooh, I, I like busted my nose. I'm, I mean, like covered in yeah. blood, like so much so that whatever we said, Rebel, what Reba, not Rebel, not Reba. Yeah, she's she's got on like the doctor jacket, you know, like the yeah, it was like a white, it was almost a like white, white denim jacket. Yeah, yeah. like a the the gimmick like that Britt Baker does like her white you know like lab coat thing 
is having to wipe the blood out of her eyes. Yeah, it was it was it was a I lot. I mean, it was crazy. Which you know, and especially in this era too, where WWE product was very PG. Like you don't bleed unless it's an, you get actually cut. Mm-hmm. You know, for someone to for it to go that far. Yeah, but, it was, but it, you know, you make it's it the you mo- make I'm, it feel big by saying. AEW is not sanctioning this match. The yes. lights are going to go off and we're not well, responsible for any injuries. And I guess so it just makes it feel like a huge deal. That too. was the, to me, I, that's one of the things I guess we could talk about in another show is like how far is too far. And yeah. like some people are uncomfortable with that. Like, Oh, it's women bleeding or whatever. I'm like, but to me, it's really cool. Cause it makes it, it makes them equal. Like, you know what I mean? They, again, it's to say if the guys can do it, why can't we? Yeah, for sure. You know? Like, I, well, I mean, I, some of the most technical wrestling matches I've ever seen have been Serena Deeb. I mean, she is a technical yes. wizard. Yeah, we're specifically talking about this one match, I guess. But I mean, like yeah. all of the talent is so good everywhere. Yeah. Like Impact, I'm, you know. There's a, yeah. there's a lot of good, really good women's wrestlers that have come up recently. I mean, yeah. with Jordan Gray's. Mm-hmm. Um, what you just said they just signed uh, Layla Hirsch yeah Layla Hirsch just signed an official smoking. contract like yeah, she's, she's, she's like tiny angle like yeah for real and then um, Thunder Rosa has been she's been like everywhere because mm-hmm. she was an NWA champion and now she's I don't I don't guess she's technically a contracted AEW employee but she's been like all over the place I, I think she still is a, an impact I don't know. They're, yeah, and then they're she's doing. and she's running her own promotion right now. Yeah. And she's wrestling. Uh, we just found out she's wrestling. Kylie Ray is coming coming mm-hmm. out of retirement to wrestle again in Chicago, which I am so glad about. Um, like, I was really worried about her. <laughs> I like Kylie Ray a lot too. Yeah, and I, I believe uh, Chris Statlander is on her way to being healthy again, so mm-hmm. we'll see her again. And um, I think we're going to see something happen with Penelope Ford during this match with Chuck Taylor and <laughs> Miro. And yeah, well, and that's another thing we were saying with. Um, what's his name? Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. So Jim Cornette is, he's an old school wrestling manager. I guess he was, I don't know, he wasn't a promoter, but he was a, maybe a booker. He, I, yeah, he booked ROH, I know. He was a, a lot, he was, he had his hand heavily in a lot of like old school wrestling and he has still very old school right. thought. And so yeah. he like gimmick, Matt, like a lot of the new stuff, like he hates Orange Cassidy. He hates. Uh, oh yeah, he can't stand Kenny. Yeah, he can't stand he can't like, stand Moxley because the anytime anyone goes outside the ring and it's not a unsanctioned whatever, yeah. you know, why are they going outside the ring? This is a wrestling match. This isn't, you know, like he hates the Bucks because they do their spots. And yeah, he, you know, it's he's very old school. And but anyway, he said something. I don't even know what it, it was. He it was used, something he derogatory. Used very, very derogatory language towards Penelope Ford. You know, we won't hash out what it was i honestly don't even know but basically uh you know he is penelope ford's husband kip sabian is teamed up with miro right now mm-hmm. and miro basically said oh I, yeah I this saw, is not good i will come to your house yeah. and go into your basement <laughs> and murder you basically and he's a big enough dude to do it yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't I, mess with i him. wouldn't mess with so i mean it's I'm, just it's cool seeing the guy stick up yeah, with the girls i think that. i think that's the thing i think there is a shift you know if you if you put that in perspective of some of the stuff I've heard that like Vince made women do, like yeah. like the whole like Edge and Lita in the ring, you know, consummating a relationship thing, right? Versus now, like, hey, these women are legit wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They're just as good as us. 
Yeah. And so it's really cool to see that shift. And see, like, even speaking of Penelope, like, I've seen her come leaps and bounds, yeah. too, like, from just being... She was a gymnast, right? And now she... I wanted, Yeah, she was, like, Joey Janela's girlfriend, mm-hmm. basically, and, that, that just hung out. She was exactly what we said, like a you know, valet, whatever, yeah. that would get in his matches and stuff, to being her own professional wrestler, which is really cool. That is really cool. And I think, you know, obviously, we watch a lot more AEW than anything else, so that's what we talk about a lot, but, mm-hmm. like... I'm just thinking of like that, you know, they brought in Vicky Guerrero. Um, yeah. And even though she's not really a wrestler, she's got tons of experience in the industry and mm-hmm. that's helped a huge bit. And I know like Kenny, I think Kenny has got his hand in it a, re- yeah, a lot. Yeah, big in with the women. Um, and then Serena Deeb has been training some mm-hmm. and like Dustin Rhodes works with them all the time. Yeah. Um, so that's been really cool to see like, like just how much they've grown. I think Kenny is like, that's his pet project yeah. is the women's division. Which is why a lot of them are Japanese. That's true. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and that's the only thing. We were talking about this too. Like, there's a difference. Uh, there's a kind of a difference between like the Japanese style versus like the American style wrestling. Like, right. It's a lot more striking and theatrical. Like, um, one of my daughter's favorite wrestlers is uh, Yuki Sakazaki. Yuka. Yuka Sakazaki. Either the magical girl. That's what we know her as. But she's just like again. She, we're southern. We don't. She, we don't know these names. It, basically, anytime she has a big thing on, she like throws her arms back and runs, and like she yeah. does all these like dramatic pauses, camera looks, and like uh-huh. she's a character, and that really that really appealed to my daughter just because she's like, hey, this is fun to watch, and they, you know, it's just so cool to see like. Or like, what's the other um, what did what did they call her? The fired idol. The yeah. <laughs> uh, Maki yeah. Ito. Yeah, Maki Ito. Is like, and she does the headbutt thing where she just like dead fishes on top yeah. of someone. It's just so absurd. <laughs> what was it? And there was a ma- the the uh, was it the buy-in where she just kept singing. She kept singing while everybody else was fighting. They, she they comes like, out and sings. It was like a hot. Yeah, she does a a bit where she comes out and like sings her <laughs> like theme song. Yeah, or she whatever. sings her own intro. The, her gimmick was she was in a pop band or something, and they fired her, so she became a wrestler. Which is whatever. It's, it's wrestling. That's it's absurd. <laughs> You're supposed to have a silly gimmick, right? But yeah, her. So her thing is, she comes out and sings her theme song, and they had it was like a giant like ten man tag or something, and uh, they there was like the hot jump. Like she comes out and starts singing, and then the rest of the team gets into big brawl, and she just keeps singing her song and finishes out her like forty five seconds. Of, it was very funny. You know, minute of singing while everyone's just getting a fight in the ring. It's it's so stupid. Like, but that's what makes wrestling fun. Is yeah. Just when like, you know, even outside of like the traditional wrestling shows, like things like BTE, like uh, Anna J featured in the Dark Order. Like, yeah, they've given her the character of like, she's just a bully and like pushes Stu yeah, Grayson around. Because yeah. Stu Grayson is like this buff dude. It's just funny because like she's always pushing him over, like intimidating him. It's really funny. I know. We didn't even talk like I'm, I kind of miss Anna J. I'm really sad she got hurt, but. Like the fact that she's only been wrestling for whatever yeah. it is, a year or yeah, whatever. Was, she started. She basically started. During the pandemic. Yeah, basically. she started in AEW. Like her, well, what was that? Like third match or something? Mm-hmm. Some of that. Well, when they, was when they did an the AEW Atl- like TV show. When they did the Atlanta tapings, uh, when they first um Yeah, that's right. Because she, the... she came out of QT school mm-hmm. or something. So that just all of the women in general, it's just neat to see. It's cool to like not. I remember specifically, like, I don't know, not that long ago, like even 10, 10 years ago, maybe in the mid 2000s, like 2010s, whatever. 
the the girls match was on purpose scheduled for like three minutes mm-hmm. right before the main event so everyone could go take a bathroom break yeah. i mean that's what they called it the bathroom that was the spot was the the girls match was the bathroom break when they, and they were in a lot of those storylines too were so like i remember when they made uh it was what like mickey james like they her the whole thing was she like was how fat. she was bad yeah. and they were just horrible but on a on a lighter note for that though uh, just recently found out that Molly Holly is being inter- inducted into yeah, the Hall of Fame, that's which really is cool awesome. Too. I've I've always been a fan of hers as well. Like she was one of the ones, yeah, that didn't do that, which was really cool. Like during that era of like, you know, bikinis and underwear and all that. Like, and they actually, I remember they made fun of her because that was her her gimmick, which she was like the wholesome one or whatever. And they made fun of her because she wore like granny panty underwear or something. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, who cares? It's it's wrestling. But she, I mean, she had a. A long career she did a lot of she went through a lot of different gimmicks and a lot of teams yeah she was like with the she was with shane helms i was gonna say what was her name mighty molly she was like the superhero and and i think she was like a trainer for a while yeah. and i don't know what she's doing now she did she was like a drug rehab counselor or something yeah, weird I, she like got out of wrestling she just did a i just saw her on a on a podcast so that was really cool but the again the cool thing like we said is it's awesome to see women now having matches and doing things and be being appreciated and saying that was a good match. That yeah. was not that was a good women's match or yeah. that was good for girls or whatever. It's like that was a really good main event. Who was in it? You know, the girls. Yeah, like cool. Sure. You know, like you don't have to qualify it. It's really awesome to see that kind of stuff and and have them be treated as equals and like for girls to have somebody to look up to. You know, we've said that. For a long time, it's it's neat to see to have women. Yeah, you know when like I think, um, and we kind of hit on this a little earlier. Like when AEW brought in a lot of indie talent during the pandemic, I feel like it was a large majority have been female wrest like women's wrestlers. Yeah, so it's been really cool to see them get a chance to train and ring, have good match experience, um, and then they've been able to feature some of them on Dynamite when they needed somebody to. Mm-hmm. For a you know more well, established talent to yeah, wrestle, that's, that's kind of what we said too. That the when the pandemic happened, all all of the yeah. AEW for the I would say probably eighty percent of it was Japanese. Yeah, there there were a, a good bit for sure. And so so a lot of these like younger that's I mean it's why Thunder Rose is there. It's why Layla Hirsch is there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's why Anna Jay came in. Yeah, they brought in said. Serena Deeb too. Yeah. At that point, so it's it's awesome to see them bring in them bringing up. And training other women yeah. too, like, like you said with Vicky Guerrero, and you know that aren't necessarily wrestlers, but are yeah, but are there not like like what they did with like kind of staying like mentoring, yeah, you know, but but yeah, so it, it's really exciting to see where women's wrestling is going to continue to go. I mean, uh, I think they're, you know, even in WWE is doing it. They're they're featuring a lot of women's matches right now, mm-hmm. and so the, the, well, yeah, they had that was it last. When was that? Two years ago? Whenever Ronda Rousey, Rousey was yeah. the that was the main event of WrestleMania. When she came two in. years ago, three years ago, whenever that was. And I think you know I don't know if Becky Lynch is planning on coming back after she has some more time. I would at assume home, she'll but, be back at WrestleMania. I mean, I think I think we're only going to see it get better and better, which yeah. is really exciting because mm-hmm. you know, like we were saying, like that was the best match at the AEW pay per view. Yeah. And so if they can continue, and then you know, obviously that lights out match we talked about it for like 
five minutes. Yeah, that would. It we're really gonna, was we're going to continue our, to see more and more. For real, like I know it sounds stupid that we're like there was a bunch of cool. Obviously, we're making fun that a lot other things happened on that pay per view. Yeah, but I mean that was the standout. Of a, as a pure wrestling match, yeah, like it was the, so good. Like the Darby, what the the cinematic match was cool, but the the women's match was like so unexpected. We yeah. we had no, we were like, oh, this is whatever, and didn't care, and it ended up being really good. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's uh that's it for this episode. We are excited about where women's wrestling is going, and so we hope you are too. Uh, yeah, if you like this episode. Uh, I think you can like it on podcast apps. I don't know. Down, give us a thumbs up on Instagram. I don't know. Do something fun. Do st- you know? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Give um, us a smiley face. Call us uh, on a uh, telephone. <laughs> like, Any just dial a number yeah. until until we pick up. Yeah, it's like all roads lead to Rome uh, or whatever. All all numbers lead. Yeah, you just just dial random. It'll come to us one day. One 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 one. <laughs> But anyway, if you liked it, we're Evan and Adam. And if you didn't, we're... Uh, we need a good game. Uh, Criss Cross. Oh, got him. <laughs> Warm it up, Chris. <laughs>